Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Product Placement Toy Movies. Product Placement Toys. Make a movie about toys. Make a movie about games. Make it. That's that's basically an impression of the producer that came over to us, Tom, uh, recently. And Right, okay. And we've been given that task. You left the door open again, did you? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, every time I, every, every time I open the door uh, and leave it open, a producer sneaks in and starts making demands. Those pesky producers, yeah. they get everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're just all over the place. Have you, ever ha- have you ever had this problem where you leave the door open <laughs> and a producer comes in and demands you pitch a movie for a random genre? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they usually they That's... usually demand that we make them, but um, uh, we say, listen, we leave the pitches at the door. You know, we we yeah. we'll we'll give you the pitch, and then you can do do what you will with it. Yeah, yeah. you've done all the hard work thinking of the pitch. <laughs> the least they can do is make the movie. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, they, the they're bit. producers. They've got the money. Yeah, yeah. That's what they do. Produce. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> joining us uh, for this product tie-in corporate. Uh, nightmare is Eden MW. Welcome back to the show, Eden. Hello, hello. It is I, everyone's favourite product. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, don't haven't we all as millennials turned ourselves into into products? We are all but content for the content farms. <laughs> exactly, we're all just content machines. So we're doing. Product placement toy movies. So I'm thinking your Barbies, your mm-hmm. uh, battleships. Yep. Transformers. Transformers. Yeah. Oh, there's more. Toy Toy Story was that, but backwards, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Toy Story. That they made the toys from it. Well, like, well, Toy Story was kind of a half and half because they made toys from it, but they did also use toys in it. They yeah. Literally Barbie. Yeah, um, Barbie. Yeah. And, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Potato Head like didn't come yeah. from Toy Story. It was also like play school like. Uh, speak tape spell. recorder in there, yeah. Speaking spell was in there, yeah. So Toy Story, yeah, bit of half Lego and half movie, on. in there. Sort of thing. Clue, that's one. Clue is a good, yeah. Clue's Clue a good is one. a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also like Warcraft. Would you count Warcraft? It's a video game adaptation, video game, but yeah, for sure. Like yeah. if if board game into movie is something, then I would say video game into movie is something too. <laughs> Those are a few examples there of what we're going to do. Uh, people have given us titles on social media. They've gone to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Bitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's a Bitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Bitch Podcast. They've given us titles. We've had loads this week. So many. Like, we've people, had, people just like went through charity shops and it just delved through the toy cupboard, just tweeting everything <laughs> they saw in the, in the, little, in the little plastic tub. <laughs> you know what? Reading them now, that's probably the case. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is like, yeah, oh wow, they could make a movie about this. They could make a movie about this. I think that's what's happened. But uh, yeah, thank you everyone who's got involved this week because I think this is like almost record numbers. I reckon of people have uh, have joined really? in to give us titles. Unfortunately, we can't get to them all. 
But we're just going to pitch a few out. There'll be we're, some on the deleted scenes as well. We're going to get a fraction of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some get percent to of them fra- will be seen too. <laughs> yes. All right, so shall we get on with pitching some movies? Let's crack yeah. on. So from Ed Crawley, we've got army men i want this to be just just a straight up proper gritty ass war film the kind of which i would mm. never watch except they yeah. all have the green base and they all walk <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all done completely straight it's completely straight face, yeah. seriously like, we, we, like, we, like this thing has got a lot to talk about with ptsd mm, and stuff yeah. right it's, like, it's, yeah. it's he's saving private ryan's it's is a razor head a war movie? I don't know. Um, no, it is not. No, no. <laughs> a, I, I think this is like um, yeah, this is it, like Terence Malick's The Thin Red Line, yes. but everyone's got their feet glued it's, to it's, a green it's, board. It's, it's, but then, it's the thin then green we, board. <laughs> and, then we, and then we see them going back home afterwards. And uh, well, the, the few remaining that survive, right? And some of them have had their mm. arms snapped off. Um, and yeah. like you know, they, they the the gun that was glued to their hands has now been ripped away. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but they can't hold anything else apart mm-hmm. from like a gun. You know, like they they they're trying to hold a knife and fork at home, trying to eat dinner, and everyone else is poseable, and they're like stuck in motion like this, yeah. uh, trying to trying to eat their soup, and uh, and then one getting... of them's constantly dragging a parachute with them. <laughs> yeah, one of like and they're getting the, the, the ones angry. that are in the crawl that that very hard for them to do anything because they're stuck doing a crawl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, they're, and they're getting angry at their families. You know, they're, they're scaring their families because they're having nightmares and uh, and responding gr- aggressively to all sorts of threatening, uh, any kind of socially threatening situation. They're, they're just, this is a gritty movie. Mm-hmm. But mm. the problems are expressed with, with plastic, plastic rigidity as a metaphor for uh, institutionalization. If we wanted the metaphor to be a little bit more on the nose, we could have some sort of like uh, they don't start as army men; they start as regular people. And there's like a there's like a Cyberman conversion process that turns them from regular <laughs> people into plastic plastic army men on bases, and then they are stuck like that for the rest of their life, even after the even after the war ends. Well, maybe maybe it's kind of it's kind of um, we make up a country, right? That they go to, um, a la DC. Or you know, like Marvel, when they when they just uh, invent a country that just lives somewhere in an area, yeah. right? It's just like ah, oh, we yeah. made it up. Um, you'll never see that on a map. Um, is is the uh, is the thing? And uh, yeah, so we make up a country. When they go there, they're they you know they're fully uh, you know uh, fluid human regular bodies. ass dudes. Yeah, and then mm. what they first notice is that they can't put their guns down. Because their mm-hmm. hands are locked up into the trigger shape. Yeah. And then once the fighting is done, or, or, or toward the end of the war, once they start to realise that they're going to be going home soon, like their whole forearms and arms are locked into that kind of like holding a rifle um, uh, shape, and their and their legs mm. are starting to lock up. And um, <laughs> like this is like Charlie Kaufman directing a war movie. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. It is it's Charlie Kaufman. Not yeah. that I'd want to watch another Charlie Kaufman movie, but um, uh, like <laughs> it's, it's what's going to happen in this. We, yeah. me, me and Eden have both expressed that we wouldn't watch this movie. Oh yeah, no, this is this is uh, actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. now now that we've like started doing the metaphors and a little bit of body horror, I'm back in. I'm back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it, it, it's a it's a it's a body horror movie about a bunch of soldiers that get transformed into plastic army men, and even after the war's ended and their limbs are slapped off, they're still plastic army men because you cannot forget being a soldier in a war. Yeah, it is yeah, it is know. a gritty film about PTSD with with plastic army men. You bring the war home with yeah. you. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, I think uh, I think maybe even like a bunch of the like statues in this made up place you know we can uh, we can make it sort of like serbic you know sort of like uh, uh, somewhere around the serbian area yeah. uh, that this that this mm. country is there's a bunch of like post um soviet statues of similar mm. army men in green because <laughs> they've made been made out of copper you know and they're standing there and the more that they destroy this country the more that they 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 kind of like smash those statues up you know they are having dreams at night in the in their tents or in the in their barracks or whatever of this statue toppling over and it, uh, at first it was said that that, that statue was a, uh, a thing of uh, like a statue of the nation's pride you know it, it was it was the nation as it were and so as the, the more they destroy this 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 country the more they see the horrors of war they're going to bring that home with them they're all having nightmares of this thing and they wake up rigid and and uh you know it's uh you know they're gonna they're gonna they're never gonna outlive that yes the horrors of war Expressed through army men. Through plastic army men, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plastic army yeah. men. <laughs> I love like, it so much. <laughs> if the company that makes army men approached us to make a movie about army men, yeah, <laughs> and we I, gave them back that, I pitched them exactly that completely straight faced. I legit yeah. think that would be a, like a, get 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 the right crew on that, and that would genuinely oh, yeah. be a really good movie. Oscar winning that one. A Oscar harrowing, winning. harrowing film, but really good. Oscar bait. Put, Army men. We're putting Brendan Fraser in this for for a round two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't need to cast anybody. It's flawless with this flawless with just that. Any more and we'll gild the lily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, un- unknowns, I think. Yeah. All help unknowns. Yeah. Sell this, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So from Brent Black, we've got Pogs. 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 You remember Pogs? You remember? Do you remember? You hear about this? You remember Pogs? You remember Pogs? Those little tiny. I really like the way you're saying Pogs. Pogs. <laughs> Pogs. You remember Pogs? Those little tiny discs that you used to throw on the disc set. See if you could flip yeah. them over. Wasn't it just? Like Tiddlywinks. It, no, because no. Tiddlywinks, you've got a Tiddlywinks. You use a, you use one to ping one yeah. into a cup. Whereas, yeah. um, at Pogs, you throw a slammer, a yep. slammer, yeah. which is like three times as thick as a pog. Um, you throw yeah. a slammer um, uh, into a big pile of them and see how many of them mm. flip over. Yeah, you, you, you got the staff ah. and you throw your your slammer. I I remember. Um, I I acquired a big like. Uh, like toolbox full of pogs from a from a car boot sale and it was like 75p for like 100 pogs this oh is like God, way after whoa. pogs had died um yeah. and i'd be I... excited to receive that now 
<laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. Um, and I distinctly remember, like, the, the rules did not call it a slammer. The rules called it a Kini, K-I-N-I. I've yes. never seen that term again. And I'm like, did I get gaslit by the car boot sale man? And he <laughs> doctored this document to make me think it was called a Kini, not a slammer. <laughs> Nobody calls it a Kini anymore. It's a slammer. But yeah, you got a big, big pile of them, big stack of them. You throw your slammer at them and whatever flips over, you keep those. If you're playing like mm. serious competitive pugs, like both players put in half a stack and you legitimately keep whichever ones flip over. Yeah, you, shuff- um, you shuffle them. Like you, the, both players put in half a stack, you shuffle the, um, uh, the, the, the pugs mm. together to make a... Uh, make a, a big a, tower a and then... The end of the, the end of the game, you keep whichever ones you kept, and they keep whichever ones they kept, and you inevitably get into a fight because they took the pug with a picture of Alphon that you really liked. Yeah, it's, we'll... it's still waiting to be uh, inducted into the uh, Olympics list <laughs> of sports <laughs> pugs, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, yes, uh, the um, the uh, contestant from uh, Albania is going to be taking home the gold. And a sizable portion of Star Wars Episode One Pogs. <laughs> the, the medals they give out at the Olympics are just big slammers, shiny slammers. Yeah, they have to. They, yeah. If, you, if you come back, you have to come back with your medal to, to use it as a slammer. <laughs> yes, the medals are the slammers. Beautiful, I love this. <laughs> Maybe this is it. Maybe this is Pogs is put into the Olympics. If Pogs, so the yeah. movie is Pogs is in the Olympics. Yeah, in a universe where Pogs got absolutely massive, yeah. like um, in a kind like of karate and the Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like dodgeball, it's like a big thing. Uh, everyone's really into. Maybe it can be, you know, that the, the, there's always been an accent. You know me, I love a hidden, and so did the '90s. To be fair, we both, me and the '90s, we both loved subculture in movies, mm-hmm. right? Hidden subculture. So we have this movie be someone discovers the subculture hiding under our very floorboards of, of, of you know, cultural knowledge, uh, the subculture of competitive pogs, and uh, it, it kind of breaks out into the mainstream. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a make a suggestion that I think is like the one thing holding pogs back from the mainstream, the Olympic TV success that it could have reached, and that is mm-hmm. they're too small. Cannot make a big, cannot make a big deal out of something that's so small. I want like dinner plate sized pugs. Yeah. Way easier to show on film. <laughs> way easier to like yeah. capture big moments. They're way more explosive. It's a little bit Ben Shepard game show. I'm aware, but dinner plate sized pugs, and that is what is used in the Olympics. Like, it's, it's, yeah. I'm just, I'm just throwing ideas out there. I want dinner no, plate sized pugs. I, I like it, and I like the the fact that it would become also a more of a ma- mobile. Um, by which I mean a dynamic game, yeah. right? Um, because you no, no longer are you just standing there going like, you know, uh, extending your arm and throwing a thing downwards. Now you're having to jump and kick off a wall and get really high and go. Oh yeah, parkour pogs, parkour. Yeah, parkour pogs, and you're smashing, ma- smashing it down. Yeah. Parkour. <laughs> or like, or like you, you can have like a like a a, a flight of stairs that you climb up to throw the, the the big massive metal dinner plate, and if you get yeah. hit by a pog, you're out. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So, 
so here's the question though because obviously um, all this is a sports movie now this is a competition sports movie mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. how do we um, uh, firstly there's, there's two things we need to know about this how do we induct our brand new person into this subculture that plays Pogs how do we elevate the sport how do we kind of bring them into the new space because of course you have that the, the first act is I learn about the sport I learn the sport right yeah. the first act is is like I, I learned that it exists. People go, whoa, she's really good at pogs. You know? I, I think we we play it um, like Pokemon. Yeah. So someone wants to, like someone's growing up in the, in, the, in the playgrounds where there's like pog, instead of football posts, there's like uh, pog, <laughs> pog pog towers. equipment. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have the little, the little steps, the little flat yes. steps, yeah. little concrete flat towers. I think, I think it's like off. a dish. It's like a, it's almost like you know those the kind of Beyblade arenas, but it's yeah. it's it's yeah. certain it's areas thing. of like the, like a skate yeah. a skate bowl. Yeah, exactly a skate yes. bowl. All the skate parks have been trans have been turned into parks. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just restructured skate parks. Yeah. yeah. Pog pits, pog pits, pog pits. <laughs> Drop the slammer off a, off a quarter pipe. Yeah. Oh. What if you combined the two? Did a sick kickflip and then threw the slammer down. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Go up the court. You've got to ride the slammers. Yeah. You ride the slammers like a skateboard. Now I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking like, okay, the slammer is Velcro to your chest. Yeah. <laughs> and, Behind and the quarter I... pipe is the stack of pugs. You ride yeah. up the quarter yeah. pipe, do your sick kickflip, rip it off and throw it down. Yeah. <laughs> you are judged on points, and you're judged on both points skateboarding and pugs flip. It's like it's right. like bo- it's like boxing chess. And and okay, yeah. so, so here this is how we do this. This is the colloquial street version of it, right? Yeah. So yeah. the street version. Yeah. Is is that you have to do the skating? You're doing your skating. You do a sick kickflip, wabam! Like smash all the, all the all the pog tower over, and then that's how they do it on the streets. That's how they do yep. it uh, in this subculture. Um, now, what we need to, what I would also like to introduce is, of course, this person's got something that is shiny around their neck. There's no way I'm letting that get past without it somehow containing the souls of uh, an ancestor's ghost. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Right? Yeah, of course. Because if we're doing things like Pokemon, we're also doing things like Yu-Gi-Oh! So yep. this <laughs> is going to be a magical slammer. There's a Millennium Puggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a magical a magical Keeney. And in, in, this, in this movie, we explain why there was a disparity between calling things slammers and calling things keenies. Um, because in the, in the ancient times, they used to call them keenies. But now, on, uh, in, in colloquial terms, they call them slammers. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. this, this, this single, this, this keenie is like, oh, I can't do it without it. It contains the ghost of my dead ancestor, who was the greatest Pogs player ever in in olden days in the olden I don't know what 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 uh, what setting what historical setting we want to, to, well, to put the, well, uh, the origin of Pogs in the, the, the origin of Pogs comes from a game called Milk Caps which apparently like the earliest trace of that is Hawaii um, so it's that sort of uh, Pacific Islands kind of cool kinda what high. Hawaiian actors wow. can we think of to uh, draft in to do this fucking thing oh I don't uh, know any 
Uh, uh, well, no, I'm thinking uh, Aoli uh, Kravaya, right? Moana. The the, the 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 girl who played Moana. I, I did jump to Moana and then I realized, no, that's animated. I don't know any of the actors' names. <laughs> I Ailee Kravai. I can't. I I'm terrible at pronouncing her name, but yeah, Ailee Kravai or something like that. But the girl who played Moana and then in that one thing, Little Mermaid. Um, yes. And and and. and should have been it for more. She comes out, discovers this this kind of street pogs tournament. She's like, oh, I don't know about that. And they're like, you gotta bring your own slammer. You can't you can't get into parks when you unless you got your own slammer. And she's like, well, the only thing I've got that's shiny and circular is this. And they're like, what's that? Some kind of stupid metal. And then she's like, no, it was it's a family heirloom. And they're like, well, try slamming it then. <laughs> um, they're wearing wearing leather jackets, and it's it's got the spirit of our ancestors in. Yeah, it's got the spirit which, of our ancestors in. Yeah, it's a possessed slammer. Yes, which exactly. which helps which helps just knock all the pogs over. Yeah. Like she becomes the best pog, and like she gets scouted by a local scout played by Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, who's like, uh, ah, well, aren't you the best pog player in this in this elementary school? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, in 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 my hometown in Wales, we had a a, a similar game to pogs. We call it pogs. Uh, and, and it was uh, uh, it was it was played among the peat bogs uh, in the in, along the along the it was it played in the valleys. The peat bogs. <laughs> That's his name, Pete Bogs. Peat bogs. Yeah, My name Pete is bogs. Pete Bogs. I don't even know Wales has any peat bogs actually. Now. No, that's that's, a, that's a Midlands of England kind of that's, deal, isn't it? Well, that's that's Midlands of England, Scotland, or um, or Ireland. So you know you can go yeah, any of those Definitely not Wales. <laughs> anyway, Wales. yeah, that's pretty much just hills and valleys. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's like we used to play. We used to play pogs down in the valleys, uh, where uh, where. Uh, uh, it, it's very important to me. That's why why I've monetized it and become a <laughs> become a scout. <laughs> because, okay, so okay. At what point in this film do we say the line, "I'm going to become a pog champ"? <laughs> yes, to really, yeah, we say pog champ as much as we can to try. And we get need, to the yeah, we need rankings. to distance pog champ from Twitch and make it a pogs thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like okay so the 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 this the possessed spirit do we ever see like a force ghost of this possessed spirit because if so is it the rock because the strongest park has to be possessed by the rock right yep yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah that's true he's especially uh, he's... considering he was a wrestler a, a million miles ago a million years ago he yeah. could like as she throws it down a ghost of him comes out and elbow Fuck drops yeah, the stack elbow of drops the stack and that's so cool <laughs> Oh my yes. god, I love I'm this thinking movie. like, like a, a Scott Pilgrim <laughs> Battle of the Bands kind of yeah. vibe. I was just, just thinking like that, yeah. Elbow drops the, the stack of pugs. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and again, oh, oh, because because it's Pacific Islands, we could get the whole of the Rock's wrestling family in there. Roman Reigns comes in to punch the stack. Like, there's so many, <laughs> so many Pacific Islander wrestlers that could be possessed are, pugs. Yeah, like, like um, Samoa is like, you know, no to be a, a, like a, a proper big wrestling haven, isn't it? But mm-hmm. the, the place that that wrestling is is like um, uh, so many wrestlers are from. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we can we can get a, a, a bunch of that stuff in. Um, uh, so point being, who is going to be our villain for this though? 
Well, you brought up Malcolm McDowell. I wanted uh, I wanted there to be like a good corporate pod guy and a bad corporate. Well, they're both bad because they're corporate. But like yeah. one that one mm-hmm. that uh, one that that brings in our lead, and then like a, a an evil an evil like Cobra Kai kind of kind of one. Um, and I, I, they're, they're both going to be Welsh, and I want Michael Sheen to be the bad one because the idea of Michael okay. Sheen playing a horrible corporate man makes me makes me personally very happy because he is the most <laughs> delightful man I can think of. <laughs> I think we yeah Malcolm McDowell I think just to sort of elaborate on his character he's kind of like the coach from Cool yeah. Runnings you know sure. like the disgraced coach that yeah. that had like a like oh they put lead in that slammer or something like that just to make it a little <laughs> yeah. bit heavier to yeah. slam more pogs out and he's yes. like oh well I'm a scout now and I'm I'm looking to put a team together um, <laughs> for this uh, team. I'm for this for Olympic pog team Olympic thing. Pog team. So, so yeah. oh, oh, does 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 he have like a team of misfits? Does he have a team of misfits yes. as well? So okay, I'll, on his, I want I want uh, uh, again just random casting on his team of misfits. He's got he's got to have like the weird nerd that doesn't actually play the game but knows everything about the game, um, <laughs> and yeah. that's going to be Danny Pudi. That has to be Danny Pudi. Okay, uh, if it's not Danny is, Pudi. I'm walking from this project. Who is like slightly yeah. too old to be playing Pogs, but also <laughs> can do the character that is like the 45 year old man at the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. Yep, he can do that so well, and he's doing it for Pogs in the Pogs Love movie. It. Yes. <laughs> I just love how Malcolm McDowell just turns up at this school and is like, I've been scouting young yeah, he's, people. He's, he's a pog scout, <laughs> and where do you go to scout the pogs? Schools. Yeah, <laughs> to the it's one balls. of those things that happen in... Because clearly this is like also an anime as well. Yeah. So I think I think that's not really questioned at no. all. So it's just I like, think, oh I yeah, pog we, scouts are all over the place. I think the style of this is, is live action. Um, yeah. But mm. we we do it in the style of the Dragon Ball um, uh, live action movie, um, you know mm. the really shit Dragon uh, Ball Evolution, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the one, Dragon Ball Evolution. Like everyone's hair spiked up, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and uh, and and everyone looks terrible. <laughs> we do it live action. And make it look like we've based it on an anime. Yes. But that anime doesn't exist. <laughs> no, it's, anime, it's, a, yeah. it's a live action adaptation of an anime that doesn't exist. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's the vibe. Um, <laughs> that's so the vibe. Here's my pitch for Malcolm McDowell's uh, discovery of uh, Isla Carreau. Um We, um, we uh, have her, the, her like, um, uh, playground, what do you call it, the yard of the school um, is full of those pits but also it's underneath an air, like a, uh, it's next to an airport right like the school's next to an airport and and <laughs> basically like um you know Malcolm McDowell is delayed getting getting uh, getting on a plane and he's having to wander around the airport like uh, outside the airport sort of like just having a look around the area and he's just like he's passing by and he's like uh, he gets in he's, he's in a taxi because he's going he's going down the shop get some cigarettes yeah. and um and he and he goes Pull over here. <laughs> pull, pull, pull over here. I, I, I need, I need to see what's going on because he notices a big explosion of pogs firing yeah. everywhere from yeah. from Dwayne the Rock Johnson's first emergence against uh, um, uh like early rival. Right, she's got an early mm. rival who's who's mean, a bully in the school. He's like, you guys have a slammer. 
I don't know who that, that person <laughs> is. Finn, Finn, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. You yeah. gotta have us have Finn Wolfhard. You gotta have a slammer. If you don't have a slammer, you're a poor kid. Um, <laughs> I think a perfect, a perfect uh, um, yeah. Finn Wolfhard voice. Absolutely yeah. flawless. Um, so it's, yeah, and- uh, it, it's Finn Wolfhard, Timothy Chalamet, and uh, Ezra Miller. Yeah. Who are, who are all? <laughs> they're all precious little. Posh, <laughs> twat, 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 yeah, Point being, I, I say Ezra Miller, knowing full well <laughs> that, that we'll probably cut them out of yeah. this uh, of this film. Ezra is is too old and too illegal to be in this film. <laughs> <laughs> too, old, too old, too probably in jail, and. Yep. <laughs> They they record all their scenes on a green screen that we smuggle Listen, into, into their we, cell. We, yeah, we we put, we put Ezra Miller in this movie, and and I'm gonna tell you that it is the best movie, best Pogs movie I've ever seen. It's I'm really excited, and none of the rest of the Pogs cinematic universe could be happening without yeah, it. It is it is an essential part of the of the PCEU. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and Ezra Miller we, is therefore we cannot recast yeah. Ezra Miller. We cannot yeah, we take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 cannot. No, no. Yeah. It's those three. They all look the same. Yeah. Tovi Chalamet, <laughs> Finn Wolfhard, Ezra Miller. We need we like needed another one. We needed all person. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we needed another one, and it just so happened to be Ezra Miller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were there. They were just there. Yeah. Um, on yeah. the day. That's why we yeah. cast them. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, he, he steps out. He's like, he sees the explosion of the emergence of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's like spirit, like pog smashing energy um, <laughs> as those pogs go absolutely everywhere. It's the pog equivalent of a home run. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, he's like, I've never seen a slam so, so vivacious, so, so uh, dynamic, so uh, explosive. And um, uh, he he you know he he he's like who did that? And then Ezra Miller goes up and says it was me. Ah! And uh, and, he, and he, he immediately says, let me have a look at you. Uh, yeah yeah look I I can slam just like this. Yeah. Uh, and 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 immediately Malcolm McDowell's like, no bad form. Your elbow's out of alignment. You you. I think you're lying to me. <laughs> and then shoots Ezra Miller in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's never brought up again. And that's how Ezra Miller gets written out the rest of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like we we make it before all that kicked off, and and we're like, right, how can we get Ezra Miller out of this movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we accidentally did an Ezra Miller. <laughs> we write a scene. Yeah, we write a we're... scene where like we get Malcolm McDowell back in for a reshoot. Yeah. We don't get. We can't get Ezra Miller back in for it. <laughs> By reshoot, we mean yeah, literally. literally he turns Ezra Miller towards in the, face. the camera with a pistol and fires, right? And um, and because you don't see who he fires at, when the ne- when in the next scene, scene it's just been Wolfhard and just Timothy. Been Timothy. Yeah, we just assume that that was who got shot. <laughs> we assume that the person who got shot was the, the audience is intelligent. They can fill in the gaps themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we just he said, "I think you're lying to me." Bang, and then cut to Isla Cravio and Malcolm McDowell on a plane to uh, to Wales or to, yeah. to the UK, <laughs> where in London, <laughs> like it's 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 London 2012 uh, Olympic 2012 Games, Olympic yeah. Games, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the 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 Pog 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 Games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
The Olympog uh, Games. <laughs> the rings, the rings are just giant <laughs> slammers. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just pugs. <laughs> yeah, they're just coloured pugs. Yeah. Now, now here's, yeah. Uh, here is the big deal, though. Uh, I think that um, we should introduce. Uh, like, I don't think it's an Olympic thing. I think it's a. We want to bring in more of a, a feeling of um, the high rollers table at a casino. Mm. Yeah. Because remember that when you're playing okay. pogs properly, professionally, you are playing for keeps, right? Mm. If you oh, yeah. can't attract the champions, the pog champs, to your pog pit with some mm. good quality pogs, the stakes, the chips aren't down enough to get them to play you, right? So we have to build up this kind of like, this tournament where she's kind of got to work to build up her stack of pogs to be, you know, now she's got, like, she starts with like one limited edition Alf, but she's And that's gonna... who The Rock's playing. Alf, <laughs> Alf yeah. It, it is The Rock, but with an Alf nose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now she's, um, uh, and, and, and and toward the end, right, you get that kind of like, of course, it's the German side. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a yeah. German contestant, and this is a point at which, like, this is a little later down the line, but this is a point at which you know Malcolm McDowell, with his problems, has caved. Uh, his problem is he smokes. He's addicted to cigarettes because this is a straight edge uh, movie. Straight edge is in like the spiky hair. Yeah, from, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Malcolm McDowell has an issue. His 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 vice is that he's addicted to cigarettes, and um, uh, when the coach, the bad corporate. You know, we said there's a good corporate guy and yeah. a bad corporate guy. Well, Malcolm McDowell caves because he's offered lots of cigarettes. And what, what's the name of this character? Uh, the the um, the the our, our protagonist. Which, when have Slam, you ever given characters Slam names Jenkins. in these films? <laughs> you oh, just call true, them by true. their actor's name. Yeah, that's but, true, yeah. But you, but you are struggling to say this actor's name, so maybe we should give this one a character name. <laughs> <laughs> Moana. Yeah. <laughs> Disney ain't gonna know. They're not gonna watch this. Ailey <laughs> Cravayo... Yeah, fuck's sake. Ailey Cravayo's character. You're gonna have to take a fall on this one. Uh, it's for the good of your... your, your uh, it's for, for the good of your career. You need to <laughs> let the German side win. And, and, and they're like, Oh, yeah, we are playing uh, not just for... Not just for the the pogs this time, but you will have to put your slammer on the line. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> so uh, she has to give up her her Dwayne the Rock Johnson slammer. Yeah, yeah so that, that's Ralph like slammer. exactly. If she if she loses, she's gonna have to. And that's this is, I'm 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 skipping forward. This is the big climax of the of the movie, right? Where like she's mm. she's in in this moral quandary of like you know um, she's been told to throw the game. I don't know, there's probably some stakes there somewhere. We'd put the stakes yeah. in the second act. Oh yeah, the stakes um, are, are inconsequential. Yeah, uh, and then <laughs> and then, but in the end, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, her, her link with her her family means that she she like all the wrestlers that she won't she can't let kind of disappoint along the way. You know, I don't know. Triple H is there. Um, oh, you're upsetting me. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, is a, there is a swath. Like, they are literally called the bloodline right now. It is The Rock's family in WWE, and you said Triple H. I don't know about this, guys. 
Okay. Roman Reigns, the Usos, and Rikishi. They all have big, they're oh, all shit. big wrestlers. Rikishi's there. Nice. Rikishi, yeah. Um, they all have bit, they, not, uh, not only do, are they all very famous wrestlers, they're all family, and they all have moves that are slams that they can come out of a pog and do. So they all, it all oh, works. I'll take great. care of the wrestling yeah. bit. You, you yeah, continue yeah. with the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, one of the, one of the bad guys I've got to say is, um, uh, is Billy Gunn. Yes. Yeah. Daddy ass, as he prefers to be called. Daddy now. ass, yeah. Um, yeah also, ass this man. also the, the the evil German uh, main uh, antagonist is Christoph Waltz, uh, who again uh, is yes. far too old to be a villain in a Pog movie, but that makes him all the more villainous. I was going to say Flula Borg because he did well in, uh, um, in Pitch Perfect. And okay, okay, I, I undo what Suicide I said about squad. Martin Sheen. Christoph Waltz is the coach. Flula Borg is the, is the Pog player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are going to have to to put down your your uh you're going to have to put down your slammer onto onto line otherwise you're not going to have enough pogs to take us on. <laughs> oh no, I, I think I think uh Martin Sheen is uh Finn Wolfhard and Yeah, Ma- uh, yeah Martin Timothy Sheen Chalamet's is, is the, the first the first level evil coach. Because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. some Christoph- point some point in act 2 Finn Wolfhard and Timothy Chalamet come back as mm, as like yeah. a semi-final opponent coached by Martin yeah. Sheen. <laughs> and they cheat. Yeah, how do they how do they cheat at pogs? Uh they weigh down their slammer the same way that uh mm. that Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell, McDowell did. Malcolm McDowell's opponent did to get him knocked out. It all comes full yeah. circle. And then yeah. Malcolm McDowell Like a pog. And then Mal- like a pog. And then Malcolm McDowell is is like uh flashback to 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 the moment he lost and he's like and he's gonna give up and then there's there's you know you know how there's there's the weird like kindly homeless man that's vaguely mystic that that talks them into to <laughs> getting their attitude back. That's a that's a that's a trope. I didn't just make that up. That's yeah, that's in Malcolm several things. Um <laughs> Well, it, well, in this, well, in this case, it's 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 not Malcolm McDowell because he's already in the yeah. film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in this this time, it's it's uh, it's it's Pedro Pascal because I want to put him in more films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wanted yeah. a place for Pedro Pascal to be in this film. Uh, well, I mean, I, I can to to I, I do think that if you're gonna have three spirits in this slammer, right? Mm-hmm. Those like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Rikishi, and the other one, Roman um, Reigns. Roman Reigns. Um, yeah. One of them's gonna have to be a little goofy. I'm afraid. That's Rikishi. It's already okay. Rikishi. All right, Rikishi is gonna be the one who's constantly messing about, getting her into trouble with stuff. Right? He's like, ooh, I, I fancy a bit of fun. Uh, I'll push this guy over, <laughs> and then she gets in trouble for it because nobody believes in ghosts. And yep. um, that when they're up, up, when she's up against um, Timothy Chalamet et al. Um, and they cheat with the with the um, uh, the the weighing down their slammer. Um, it's like you know normally the contestants themselves go and retrieve the slammer unless it falls out of the out of the um, uh, the, the bowl out of the the pog pit. So uh, Rikishi makes sure, like by like tickle, like finally doing something useful, right? The other <laughs> two have been very useful all along. Rikishi's been the the comic relief Olaf of the of the situation. Yeah. Finally, does knocks the uh, steals the um, always stealing Rikishi in this. Um, always stealing <laughs> Famous stuff. Thief. Um, so uh, steals the steals the slammer. Um, and then leaves it on the judge's table um, 
uh, like next to the weighing scales for the weigh-in of the, of the slammers. They're, they're, the Tony Hawk, the judge is like, "Hey, wait a minute! This is heavier than a than a regular slammer. This is a heavier than a regulation slammer." Yeah, Tony that, Hawk. That's the knowledge that Tony Hawk has in the noggin at all times. Yeah, the weight of a yeah. regulation slammer. <laughs> And how it feels yeah. to the touch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I found it. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot how Tony Hawk's act. Hey, I think I found it. Hey, wait a minute. There you go. Yep. That's more. This, this is heavier than a regulation slammer. <laughs> yep, nailed it. Absolutely got Tony Hawk's complete lack of personality. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. you've, you've got the three judges. You've got uh, Tony Hawk, Bob Burnquist, and uh, Kelly Slater, the surfer. Yep. <laughs> Not Bob Burnquist. What was the other guy? Matt Hoffman. Matt Hoffman. Matt Hoffman. He was all of all of the uh, the e the EA Sports big <laughs> people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't get Tiger Woods for some reason. He got shot in the face by Malcolm McDowell in the, <laughs> in the previous. Mal- Malcolm McDowell's always shooting people in the face. This film. he does it like four yeah, times. Yeah, yeah but, but only cancelled people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and so... in the, in that shot, in that one reshoot we do with Malcolm McDowell with the pistol, he says you're cancelled. And every time we need someone removed from the movie because they've been cancelled, yeah. it cuts back to that one scene in the skate park. <laughs> he takes them to the skate park and cancels them with his gun. The implication is, he, like, you don't know whether or not it's just like you're having your immersion broken by the fact that it's cut back to then, or the implication is he took them all the way back took, to the skate yeah, park yeah. to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, once once we once we decided to cast Kanye West as the main villain, we knew we'd have to reuse it. <laughs> We have him saying, come with me, can you? (laughs) (laughs) By the end of the movie, it's like Malcolm McDowell saying, do you want to follow me over to this skate park? Is like code for, oh God, this guy's going to (laughs) die. It's code for, we found your secret Twitter account. (laughs) So how does this end? It's uh, Christoph Waltz and uh, Flulaborg as the, 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 the big main antagonists. Um, and yeah, like 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 Matt said, um, they've got to put their special slammers on the line, and uh, yeah, all, all the powers of the bloodline come out and fucking dis- like I don't I don't actually know how the film ends, but I think I think I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson um, punches every packet of um, cigarettes into the ground. Yes, stacks them all up like like a like a stack of pogs, and then exactly yeah. <laughs> Boom! Smashes him in the mouth. Yep. Dowell goes, oh, "I'm free of my cravings," um, and uh, and and then says, "You can win this now. Win the win the pog championship." Um, and then she does. I I I would submit one extra tiny yeah. little scene because Rikishi's just a little scamp in this film. We've established he's just a little a little a little scamp. A little a little a little pickpocketing scamp. Yeah. Yeah. Af- after all of the cigarettes have been like people's elbows into dust by the ghost of the rock, the ghost of Rikishi hands Malcolm McDowell a vape and says, "Try this." <laughs> <laughs> That's the after credit scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try this. It's cherry flavor. 
It's like, what decade is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, decade it's in is yes. But, yeah. <laughs> no, it's set today. 2023. Yeah, it's in, it's in an alternate future where Pogs yeah. never die. Yeah. <laughs> what are you on about alternate future? <laughs> this is... Pogs... Pogs never died. Sorry, I didn't realise Sheffield was so pro-Pog. <laughs> yeah, we got the, uh, the Pog ground. The big Pog stadium. The, uh, <laughs> the, the river Pog. <laughs> the Slammatorium. Yeah. Slamatorium. The Sheffield Slamatorium. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows the famous Sheffield Slamatorium. Yeah. That's, that's, that sounds like the name of a terrible brothel. <laughs> the Sheffield Slamatorium. Slamatorium. See, I, I thought that too and hoped you wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> yeah. So that's Pogs. Um, yeah. That's Pogs. Yeah, that's Pogs. I, I think uh, we do... We do have a um, have a sequel title given to us actually from uh, Taganak Glass. We've got to Apocalypse. Oh, yes, that's legit. Like the end of the yeah. world is started by Pogs. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that's basically like oh, we didn't tell you the fact that you have awakened the magical the, the magical ancestors of the magic Pogs means that everyone's ancestors have been awoken and yep. now Genghis Khan and Napoleon are coming. <laughs> yeah, Genghis Khan and Napoleon, both played by Edward Norton. Yeah, and Hitler standing standing at the top of a tower yep. at the uh, at the end of the film, <laughs> looking down, saying, "Let the games begin." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let the games begin. They build they build a stack of pugs too high and it upsets God like the Tower of Babel. <laughs> so so pod-shaped meteors start raining from the sky. Yeah. Sla- slammer shaped meteors. Tower. Yeah. Slammer so meteors their- rain. I know from that the sky. I know that it's quite difficult I know it's quite easy to um you know uh Blend the the shape of a pog and the shape of a slammer, but they are distinct. The slammer is they like are very they are distinct shapes. Yeah. Yes, I apologise on behalf of the whole podcast to to the yep. to the pog, the pog fandom. <laughs> Edward Norton plays God. Yep, as well. He does. Yep. as yeah. he is wont to do on quite a lot of projects. He's he's involved in. <laughs> he does. Yeah, uh, cutting Edward Norton. <laughs> I mean, do you not know that Tom absolutely despises Edward Norton? <laughs> I hates the man with a burning passion. I can't stand Edward Norton. I was not aware that you hated Edward Norton so much. I have, I don't really have any strong feelings about Edward Norton beyond I enjoyed Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen uh, Alita Battle Angel? I have not seen. I I'm not one of the seven people that watched Lita Battle Angel. It's you two, Dave Bulmer, and like four other people. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the four people is Abby Bulmer. Yeah. Um... <laughs> you two, Dave and Abby, and three people that Dave dragged to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, we watched it in the cinema. Uh, it's yep. uh, Edward Norton's in that. Um, yeah. For right at the end, for, for two seconds, setting up for a sequel. Yeah. Like we, we came out just like it had the goal. It had the goal the to gumption. assume we'd want to see more of this. Don't ask, don't get. You know. <laughs> That's why Willow was yeah. so good because that also ended with the gumption and the goal to say it was book one of three. <laughs> <laughs> Those were all our movies this week. Hey. What a slate of movies! What a beautiful slate of films. Uh, I think they were they were all really good. Yeah. yeah. I hope you've enjoyed the nostalgic run-in with Pogs 
again. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Brent Black, for that title. Love it when we get to talk about pogs. Yeah. It never gets to talk about pogs. It was such a. It was so refreshing. Yeah. And, and we and we talked about pogs. And we talked about pogs. You're welcome. There's so much pog stuff in there. Uh, we truly, we are the true. Pog we we are the pog champs. <laughs> So thank you, Eden, for coming on the show. Thank, thank, thank you for inviting me. It's always fun to just, on a Sunday morning, talk abs. Well, Sunday afternoon now, talk absolute nonsense <laughs> <laughs> and make films. Yeah, we've been talking yeah. nonsense for about uh, for a couple of hours now. Yeah. It's, been a, it's been a blast. Yeah, it's been an absolute joy. So where could people find you? You can find me. Um, I am mostly on Twitch and Twitter. Both of those at Queer Buccaneer. I want to definitely push attention towards my twitch uh streams at the minute i do a monday stream with my partner where we just sort of uh it's it's a nice little cozy time where we will talk basically do like an hour and a half of a radio show and then eventually play a game for a bit that's really fun and then wednesdays i do a show called wrestling is silly it is a narrative based part improv part written comedy drama about uh Superman and Goku and Bugs Bunny wrestling each other. Currently, our champions include <laughs> Karl Marx and Colonel Sanders. It is an absolute joy. It's one of the best things I've ever made. Please come and watch Wrestling is Silly. On, that is amazing. on Wednesdays at twitch.tv slash queer buccaneer. Oh, wow. Great stuff. Sounds good. That sounds good. All right. So, as always, you can go over to uh, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast to give us some support. Give us your titles. Uh, just get in touch with us. You can find out uh, episodes there. We are available on Spotify uh, and on most podcast places. Uh, Matt, you want to talk a bit more about Patreon? Yeah, well, not just Patreon, but, but I want to tell you how you can help us out i would really like it and i think we we all would if you would tell your friends about the podcast it would be really helpful just via word of mouth that's how the podcast gets spread around that's how people find out about podcasts um we ain't part of a big network we don't have uh advertising books so it would be really helpful if you do that but if you want to help us out directly and you don't want to shame yourself in front of your friends then you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can uh give us a little bit of money each month to you know keep the podcast going and uh in addition you get uh, some bonus pictures some content extra bonus content votes on the genre each each week and uh, as we saw last week you can uh, m- manipulate it into uh, into ties although this time we had a, a massive turnout for the for the poll as well and this one was like mm. overwhelmingly chosen <laughs> so people were really yeah. into this one uh, but also you're getting your name read out and you can just put there's a little t- tip for you not that anyone on our patreon list needs it uh, you can just make your name whatever you want on there so oh, really, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Anyway. You're about to find out. Either. Yeah, you're, you're about to fucking find out. That's a, th- a big thank you to Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Nouveau, Alexa. Subscribe me to the Life's of President podcast forever. Jeremy L. Kayyem, Stephen D. Thomas, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Oh, joyous day, or is it JFK dost return in the latest episode of orcsardorks.podbean.com. 
Fingers to hand. Help, help, I'm trapped in the podcast. Somebody let me out or at least donate to the Patreon to download bonus footage of me scream. James Delaney. Will somebody shut those bloody landmarks up? If you'd like to know more about tax on Patreon, please ask one of the following people. This is a police appeal for anybody who has information about the gagging of Stonehenge. Please come forward so we can catch this bloody crim. Brent Black. Please disregard claims of podcast-based weather irregularities. There is no risk of any kind of vortex forming. Matt's trapped in an endless last samurai, watching the vodka revolution until the end of time. There was a funny name here once. It's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. Anybody selling discount union suits, please contact the podcast. The Serial Dragon and Family. Fireman Sam is an anagram of farm man if you leave out an E. The benzos are taking control. The benzos are taking control. The benzos are taking control. The rumour that Aaron Burr doesn't have a reflection is Collywobbles. Alex sponsored by Lockheed Martin Keane. Matt and Tom's broken toilet roll holder. Hark! The Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Anxious door-to-door free leaflet salesman who hasn't managed to knock yet, but has been doing the job for years. Zoe! Undead Aaron Burr, Salty Sea Dog Office Vacant, President Jerry, want to learn more. Tierney! Question mark. Then tune in to episode one of the Life's a President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Life's a President, where we explore presidents. Amina J. Mohammed, Earl Courtenay Rattray, Guy Bernard Ryder, Vladimir Ivanovich Voronkov, Lee Junhua, Mobsay's Abelian Melissa. I say J, you say FK. J. FK. J. FK. J. FK. J. FK. Uh, the, the FKs weren't in, were, weren't in there that, that, that Tom and Eden added. Um, oh. uh, they, they, they were interrupting. Um, <laughs> yeah. <well. laughs> was that the Patreon list? That was the Patreon oh, list. Oh, wow. Incredible. Well done. Uh, someone. <laughs> Someone, and I know their email. Um, uh, I don't know who they are, but I know what their email is. So that's the information I have on them. Uh, is clearly deliberately putting hard to pronounce names in there. <laughs> I had noticed. I had noticed. Yeah. And given given how I how much I struggled with today's protagonist's name, um, uh, I think it's cruel. <laughs> but you've definitely by by one having a difficult to pronounce protagonist and two mentioning it you've invited more people to do so that's true you're right i should just just shouldn't have responded it's gonna be all in alphabets you don't even recognize next next month <laughs> i'm just gonna if i get if i get cyrillic i'm just gonna say alien glyphs <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna figure out how to get the futurama alien font into, yeah. into patreon windings ambulance cross paper (laughs) (laughs) alright so we end the show as we always do with the yes very clever award which is the award we give out someone has given us a title based around an existing title just had a bit of fun with it Uh, so from James Cannon we've got Twister hey it's already a movie you naughty boy (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Eden MW. Remember who pitched it. Yeah.